We're going another edition of Declare Your Independence with me, Ernest Hancock, and James Corbett. The Corbett Report. Com. I've got to say that so you remember it. Uh, CorbettReport.com. Now, uh, uh, James, you know, we're in the middle of a bunch of Lex stuff and everything. I know you, yeah, and you don't care. But, you know, I did want to talk about your goodbye YouTube party. I watched that, and that was entertainment. You know, tell the people what you were trying to do during that. Uh, I'm just trying to remind people of what's really happening here, which is not... Uh, see, because there, as you know, YouTube has been purging, right? Yeah. Newsflash. News, new, YouTube's getting rid of a bunch of people. Surprise, surprise. But uh, it's interesting to see the reaction of some of these people who are getting banned off of this platform and who are basically going, oh, you know, oh, poor us, oh, please put us back on your controlled platform that we know is censoring us and we know is limiting our spread and our reach and we know is doing everything that it can to, to hinder our ability to talk. No, no, you have to let us, you have to, uh, the government should come in and uh, make you put us on your platform, which I, I just, I do not, I cannot wrap my head around the mentality of, of that, uh, that idea. No, 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 my... My idea is, no, I am not sad about the idea of getting purged off of YouTube. When it comes, it's going to come, and I'm going to embrace it, because that is a sign that we are winning, and we are going to spearhead the next innovative uh, ideas, the, the new solutions, the decentralized web. We're going to take it to the next level. We're going to create the energy and excitement that was there on the internet a decade and a half ago. We're going to recreate that in a new space, and then everyone will come to rush to join us and copycat on us once again uh and we'll probably have to repeat the cycle once all the normies get to the new space but anyway this is the way it rolls these stupid monolithic corporations that think that they can control the internet are wrong and we have to prove that they are wrong and we have to celebrate the fact that they are admitting that they are dealing with uh, they they are they have the weak hand in this poker game right now and they're showing it because they're trying to get us out of the poker game well that that only shows we are having an effect so this is a party well this nobody a nobody cares about James Corbett because he hasn't got banned on YouTube yet yeah. You know, I'm like, <laughs> you, you're going on about all this, and they're, eh, how come you're not banned? What's up? What's up? Yeah. I know, I know. That's just another more proof that I'm the shill, right? Oh. Well, did they, Which, Dave? Um, um, you never monetized YouTube, did you? No, I did not. Nope. You know, uh, so they the, they did. They had less hand on you. Their partner program. You have to monetize one video. So I specifically chose not even my first video. But like one of the first videos I ever did that has literally never been seen by anyone in over 10 years, specifically so that I would never receive a single cent even from that one video that I was forced to monetize. And I didn't. I never received a single penny from YouTube. And I never wanted it. And I would never well, take why, it. How bad was it? Is you trimming your toenails or something? I mean, what are we talking about? The video? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I think, I, I don't remember anymore, but I think it was the one, uh, I did a video of uh, a Hiroshima and uh, Hiroshima Survivor, who was giving me a tour of the Hiroshima Peace Park back in 2007. I'm pretty sure it was 2007. Wow. And, uh, well, we're all looking now. We want you to get rich on that one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, the, the Google money would be rolling in then, I guess, if everyone flocked to it, except, of course, they did demonetize my channel months ago. But again, that's just a joke because I never monetized my no! channel. Did they give you a notice that they did it? Yeah, they, they, they actually sent an email. You, you okay, so you just got your credibility back. You're all good now. 
Well, there you go. And they are age-restricting videos left and right, including... Uh, World War One conspiracy. Was, but it was a video from 2007 that no one's seen for over a decade now. I, I just randomly got age restricted. Well, didn't <laughs> like, they? Okay. Uh, didn't they do your World War One conspiracy series that they? They did part that two one? and part three, I think. Um, not part one for some reason, but yeah. Oh, this is this. Okay, I tell you what. Since we talked last, I'll tell you what's been happening. Uh, we had Dan Dix on yesterday. He was on your you, goodbye YouTube party, and. We, if you look at site, S-I-T-E, sitepens.net, where Derek has been uh, accumulating a lot of the videos of you guys, we made, a, just for testing, of course, we worked on IPFSing your entire site and making sure James got taken care of. But then we went, you know, a lot of the guys in the Telegram, you know, for listeners of the show and so on, said, well, we want to, you know, save the Liberty uh, uh, movement stuff. And uh, we put on a list everything. Well, that included Dan Dix, Press for Truth, World Alternative Media, because we're friends with those guys. We had, um, uh, I think, some Derek Bros we did, uh, We Are Change, uh, on and on and on. And, of course, James Corbett stuff. So we put all that there, and it's, I don't know, 50,000 videos. We had just 30,000 from Freedom's Phoenix. So we put all that stuff there, and Josh Egerson had a... Uh, uh, National Geographic is doing something on uh, a bunch of material he got when he was in Africa a couple of years ago, and YouTube just totally deleted all his stuff. Well, he's a 20-something-year-old kid that, you know, doesn't have his own web page, and YouTube was it, and, and it's gone. And he's like, uh, Ernie, did you did you guys happen to save that one? I go, maybe we did, maybe we did, you know. So um, he got saved on that, but... We had Dan Dix on, and we were talking about this. This is what's happened in just the last week or so. I talked to uh, Kingsley Edwards. That's the CEO, him and Aaron, um, of Float. Float Float.app is a social media platform that's competing with they, them, those. So we're working with it. We know these guys. We have, like you, we got, you know, Minds and BitChute and Steam and DLive and all this stuff. But I haven't really focused on any one of them, pimped it out and made it the home base of. Because we have our own site, you know, like you. We keep all our own stuff. But what happened was I'm going, I want to interface with someone that's going to be of the right mindset. That's going to be decentralized. Well, the IPFS servers that we're doing is working really well. This is getting to be, you know, a thing. You know, we had uh, Hunter Biden's laptop videos and material went online. So, hey, IPFS. <laughs> so we make sure it's there forever because they're having problems with whack-a-mole and taking that down. So I just put, I said, all right, here you go, guys, man, go put it up. Well, what happened was uh, I talked to Kingsley and I said, I'm tired of selecting, you know, trying to have it weed out of which social media we're going to use to put our stuff and interface with the audience with because every time like BitChute it gets big enough and all of a sudden here comes you know GooTube and they'll buy them too like they have everybody else because when we first started doing video on the internet I don't know if you remember back in you know 06, 07 there was a gazillion ones and you would be able to do a dashboard and upload to one place and then it would automatically load to 6, 7, 10 other platforms and YouTube was the one that kind of came out and of course Google bought them so I'm going okay so I'm looking for back then to have competition in the market well there really isn't and when there is it just becomes part of facebook you know so i'm going all right we need to have our own servers of our own material 
where it is in a protocol that can be shared and API'd into these various platforms. So I told Kingsley, I said, you know, him and Derek talked, and I go, look, what I want is I load, because we have it already, an admin access to our IPFS servers in the back end. So I go, you know, I want to be able to load all our stuff there, and then it feed into these fields into all the social media that will interface with it. Kingsley's like, boom, we're on it. So they're working on that right, not later. So right now, we're going to be in a position to where you would load to one place, and then the people that take the API, which will be the ones that we're pimping, you know, will go to them and create the platform. Here's, here's, I mean, here's the dynamics of how this works. Obviously, the content creators want to be able to upload to one place and it to go everywhere. And obviously, the people providing these social media platforms are incentivized. No, no, no. We want everyone to go to our site and we don't want to cooperate with the others. So we as content creators have to band together and say, we will only use the ones that make it easy to upload to places at once. And um, but but let me let me actually interject. I don't know if you're aware of this, but what you're talking about already exists. It's called the Fediverse, and it is a, a decentralized social. It's not even a. It, it, I guess it's kind of a network. But you get to you host and share. You you maintain your material. You're not hosting it to someone else's servers. You maintain it, and you choose who and where and how you share it out on the network. And anyone can choose to join and you can create groups. Where is it stored? Like is it pulled you know, from your own servers? I believe so. Yeah, obviously, I'm not myself. I haven't gotten into the Fediverse, but it really is. Yeah, I'll should, check it out. I should be doing that and pumping that more than anything because well, that see, really is the ultimate solution here. Well, that's what this... See, my thing is, is um, it's not a, a location. I just don't want another central place you put it, you know. It needs to be to where it's a protocol that... I have mine. I am. It's my server. I see it. I put it to there. It's penned. The files are there. Derek got a 16 terabyte, you know, uh, industrial server thing. So he's installing that. Well, that'll be the penned files. And then we have, you know, the pirate boxes, which are Raspberry Pis with a two terabyte hard drive on it. So it just goes in. It replicates there, and it just spreads. Especially, you know, Corbett stuff. You know, you you put up a new video, a documentary on whatever. Boom, it's all over the place, and it goes faster. See, that's one thing. If any central command, it, it slows it down too much. The more, oh, my God, I need a, like, pandemic, it gets a billion hits. You know, a lot of that came from IPFS to keep it seated and have it distributed, and it's all over the place. It wouldn't have been able to take the capacity if it wasn't for that. You know, it, it's not, yeah, it's not, exactly. it's not that's, able to that's do That's the it. thing. Uh- Exactly. We need to, to utilize web torrents or um, IPFS or library protocol or other things that are built as a network that the more people use it, the more bandwidth it has. That's the only way to do this. Um, I, I'm telling you, man, yeah, if no it's, one's going to. We get Float to do this. You know, is Jeremy over at library? Is he going, man, yeah, API and yeah, whatever? Is, you know, some of these others, mines maybe, you know, which is Patrick Burns got an investment in that. Is it going to, yeah. And all we got to do is demonstrate it. It's what, it's what I always do. You know, this is what I do. You know, it, it's got, this is what we're going to do as content providers. And I'm, and that's why I've been on Float's butt because I'm going, because I know Kingsley, and I'm just like, look, this has to be easy for me. I got 15 hours at least of um, uh, of content a Video week I got to put up. Great. and I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm sitting there staring at a spinning wheel all the time. Yeah. Screw that, yeah. you know. Yeah. See, there are senior man. maybe Donna's staring at the spinning wheel, right? <laughs> Well, no, I, 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 you know. Oh, you do? No, no, she's doing it, but 
she stares at me yelling. So, you know, I, <laughs> so I, I, I feel All right, the pain. All right, so look it up. The Fediverse is an I got ex- it written down right ensemble. here. <laughs> the Fediverse is an ensemble of federated, i.e. interconnected servers that are used for web publishing, psych- social networking, microblogging, blogging, or websites, and file hosting, but which, while independently hosted, can communicate with each other. On different servers, bracket instances, users can create so-called identities. These identities are able to communicate over the boundaries of the instances because the software running on the server supports one or more communication protocols which follow an open standard. As an identity on the Fediverse, users are able to post text and other media or to follow posts by other identities. In some cases, users can even show or share data, video, audio, text, or other files publicly or to a selected group of identities and allow other identities to edit other users' data, such as a calendar on an address book. You know? Yeah, no, that sounds... Well, what I heard in there when they say uh, we use uh, multiple protocols, well, this is one of them. And the thing is, is that, you know, when you, you, you... you load it to them, and I like, I very, very, very much like the idea of I have the server files on a device hardware that I'm looking at, or under my control, yeah. or yeah, I got exactly. it backed up yeah. a different place. So that's that's my so that is and and so the great thing about this is there are many there are many 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 different platforms that are part of this Fediverse. So it's not one thing. It's Ardwolf and Anfora and Diaspora and Dispin and Friendica and Funkwale and New Media Goblin and Hunk and Funk Hubzilla A. and uh, Lemmy and Litter.me and Lowtide and Mastodon and PeerTube and there's a million different things that use this, but they can all communicate with each other because they're um, following the same protocols. Well, think about this, James. This. When you have the, because this is what we're working on. There's when I talk <laughs> about formatting, you know, it's like um, uh, on your page. You, it's usually like a WordPress or what, what is your? Um, yeah, WordPress. Okay, yeah. so on WordPress, I'm not familiar with WordPress. We have like all original stuff and back in the day we made it ourselves but you know i'm sure you have this is where the title goes this is where the summary goes this is where the bold print of the date of the link of the whatever the hell so you have this format well that metadata like when you did your site map for derek to be able to put your stuff up and have it look like your page i mean that's amazing how similar it is so you have all that metadata that comes over that now we need to be able to search that. Well, that's one thing they're working on now that IPFS has a master search. So doing that. Well, then you have all that metadata that goes over and all they need to do is we standardize that. You know, where's all the fields? And you, an example of that is when you save an MP3 file, there, there's a second page that you can fill out all this data, you know, a metadata that goes in there and you can put in keywords and all kinds of crap and so on like that. So we, that's what we're creating now. The guys are talking about, they're doing their GitHub thing of, you know, we're going to agree on what the format and all this information. Once you do that and we kind of the content providers start putting that in there, then those fields that you select and how you want it oriented and what font size on the image and all that kind of crap is what goes on these platforms. So then we retain the raw data that they can feed into any platform, but we have it and the difference is, is that with the search engine for it, we are the Internet. We're cooperating with the platforms. You know, you you want our stuff? Take the feed. 
or we could have our own, or you could do, because I remember when I first started doing Freedoms Phoenix and WordPress came out, because we started developing in 05. It's all, back end's all PHP. That's been updated to blah, 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 but we still have a lot of PHP. But it's original code. I go, I want to do this. Make it do that. Well, it's spaghetti code, and Derek freaked out, you know, from what Tiger did, but but we did it. I go, here's your nice, really cocktail napkin of how I want it to work. All that back end stuff, that's up to y'all. Make it go work. Well, what happens, somebody would take that feed, the RSS feed that we had for doing a smartphone. It was like, uh, you know, an app that would, you know, give you interface, you know, before the smartphones just in the browser did whatever. But anyway, it had all this feed on RSS and guys were making widgets that went on their WordPress pages. So what it was, they would develop the feed and they'd have a little square there of Freedom's Phoenix front page or the top 10 stories or, you know, the top couple of podcasts and, you know, and 10 of them. I mean, they were formatted all kinds of wiki, you know, wicked ways from just having a widget that would plug in. I go, oh, hell yeah, I want to do that. Well, that's what... Uh, and some people still do that, but that's what I'm looking forward to doing from the IPFS, that anybody, and we could have various different ones that could feed from that, and they can turn their own browser, their own web page, their own uh, as an insert to what they're doing, and have the top, you know, Corbett videos listed there and automatically API from your IPFS server. You know, this we are going to become the Internet. Every content provider needs to be a source of the information that can be formatted by anybody. And I remember this happening uh, with uh, uh, MySpace when the social media thing first started. My kids would pull in, it, it gave them the ability to do that. They'd pull in whatever songs, you know, whatever graphics, whatever. Their, their own page was customized, you know, and I'm going, Man, that's what we want. Then we had our custom module because my son-in-law years ago, a decade ago, he goes, yeah, I don't, you know, I go to Freedom's Phoenix and everything, but this is my homepage. And it was something called like my homepage or whatever the heck it was. And I go, oh, I see. You can customize your own interface. On, so we have that. It's called custom module on Freedom's Phoenix. You can customize the whole thing. I can see the future. And the future is the content providers provide the content and it's fed from us. And you can set how you how much and, and what way you want it to uh, feed out in the term of RSS or an API that they come in and pull it. So uh, when I get the cooperation of one of these uh, social media platforms, which Kingsley is working with us on float to do this, and I'm going, cool, because they just did a token round of $0.05, cent and they sold out of that, and now they're up to 10 15 In January, they're going the exchanges for blah, blah, blah. Well, they interface with IPFS. I guarantee those tokens are going to go to the moon because this is the future of the Internet, in my opinion. But, Ernie, it'll be hard to learn how to use all these new systems, and it won't be as easy as Facebook. Well, that's YouTube. me. That's me saying that. I'm, be, I'm a whining yeah, little true. SOB. <laughs> so that's why the graphic interface. See, when I talk about the the fields and the interface for doing this, I'm Mr. Gooey, man. Graphic user interface, grandma just button. I've been a real butthead about it. I'm going. To, mm-hmm. So what happens is they're talking about, well, you got to, you know, write the, you know, the script. Or the, yeah, that's all very interesting, yeah. but make yeah. it do this. So that's yeah. what they're working on is to make yeah. it simpler, yep. simpler. Yep. Simple, simple, simple. That's that's really the key to this. If you can make it as simple as any of these other platforms, then Infinitely at so. least people wouldn't have excuses. Let's put it that way. 
Well, this is where we thought the Internet, I'm an old guy, you know, this is where we thought the Internet was going in the 90s. When we had, um, you know, World Wide Web, what the hell was that? I mean, I didn't even heard that until like 95 or something. So it was... <clears throat> all this information that was out there that you were in Usenet or Fidonet or, or Paul Revere net or whatever net net and somebody would have uh, a server in their basement that things were going through and they'd replicate in the email of whatever and I remember when email you go up and you had to pay for you know minutes online you would download all your email and whatever the heck it is that you wanted then you did all your work and responses then you logged in again and then it sent you know, it was totally different than the way it was done now. And it, you had to wait, oh, my God, you know, like three hours uh, for an email to come in from somebody or something, you know, and then it went down to you know, like nothing. But it was totally different and decentralized on a bunch of different servers that the geeks ran. Right now, Derek Slopey, our IT guy, he has an email server under his desk that he's been using for almost 30 years. I mean, that, that's his email he knows how it works and that's where you talk to your audience a lot about the um your uh, uh ip address when you go you know because i've seen okay i'll give you an example i get uh, in the telegram uh today it was an ip address that's all it was it was just numbers dot 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 some server or something it didn't have a location because it kept taking it down all he needed was an address of the server and that you know they have to go hellfire missile the server what was on it Hunter Biden's uh, sex videos, and I'm good. I I looked at. I just I just looked. I go, what's in? And it has like you know, get naked pictures of Obama's daughters that Hunter. Back and I'm done. I go, okay, I get it. You know, I whatever. Here, you guys do it. Let me know what it's like. I don't care. Okay. So this, I'm going. Whoa, Michelle and uh, Barack's uh, children and Hunt. I go, and I'm next <laughs> so i didn't even put i put it as a reference on freedom's phoenix it's not even a mid page it has a freedom's phoenix address because when i do a reference it goes you click on it it goes straight to whatever the address is, the link is in there well this link is not a name it's an ip address because the dns it goes in a naming service they'll say all right freedomsphoenix.com equals this number but what if we just start using that number that way they, you know, they can delist it or something that doesn't matter. And this is exactly what you've been telling your audience to start getting the number. How do you do that anyway? How do I get, you know, CorbettReport.com's uh, number? Uh, just look up uh, um, uh, website IP lookup or something. Okay. Just type that into, what a, is your IP uh, into a search something? bar and yeah. you will find all sorts of sites that'll do that for you. You you give them the domain name and they'll give you the number, essentially. Although that is, I mean, that I think people should be doing that, but that's probably not the ideal way of doing it. In fact, we can, again, surpass this with technology. You know that Namecoin was working on this years ago, um, the idea of putting it on blockchain so that you could basically have it forever, but Namecoin kind of went defunct because well, that was Derek. people didn't Derek care. Derek is one of the main but, uh, developers. Yeah, exactly. Right. But but now there's new ideas coming up. Uh, Unstoppable Domains is one that I've heard about where you can get a dot .crypto address that will forever and always be tied to you. You have complete control over it. It's in your wallet that you control like you, you would control your bitcoin or whatever it's in your wallet and you control that address and they can't take it away from you so, well namecoin the reason it didn't on. you know kind of continue or go was because it was um you know it gets infiltrated with they them those and distraction and ah, never mind but the con the, the concept is still there i just got a report from donna youtube down worldwide 
What? I just t- really? typed in YouTube and there's nothing on it. Just uh, a frame. Yeah. <laughs> so no, they, 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 you had your party just in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're just uh, deleting the corporate report content and it's taking a while. So it's taking really a while. They're combing, man. You're good. Okay, let me do home. Okay, let's try and play yeah. something. Uh, Benny Hill matchsticks. I don't know how the hell that came up. You know, we'll see. <laughs> And a c- error occurred. Please try again um, later. No. Okay. Well, I'm getting something. Let's see if I can actually click on the video. It's uh, yeah, they're all error. Thinking about it. No, I get an error code on all the video. I mean, it'll come up the, to play, but it's not playing. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and when during the recounts and stuff. You know, if they can't ban enough people, they yeah. just freaking turn it off. Yeah, if, they, yeah, yeah. if they can, they will. I can't imagine it will be down for more than a few minutes. When so has it ever been down? Yeah, never for more than a few seconds. Not worldwide, anyway. That's crazy. Well, I didn't ask Donna. She went out. I didn't ask her how long this has been going on. But, you know, how long has it been down? Do you know? A half hour? Also, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, you know, she's an alternative doctor against, uh, you know, lockdowns and mandates and all that kind of stuff on vaccines. And uh, it was on uh, her Telegram feed, I guess, Donna found it. So it's been over a half hour. YouTube's down. Crazy. Yeah. How often does that happen? Come on. If I would have told you. You know, yeah, well, when YouTube goes down, they go, oh, it'll never go down. Ernie, you conspiracy. It'll never go down. They wouldn't allow that to happen, you know. Well, here you go. <laughs> oh, and think about it. If we had exactly what we were just talking about, that we were the content providers on a protocol that anyone can access, and if you want to format it and make it a social media interactive with the people, and they do, and you don't want to do it on your own or manage it or whatever the heck, you know, they can take and you still have float and you do whatever, but it doesn't matter because all that content would be available to everybody all the time anyway from multiple replicated nodes that are all over the planet. Exactly right. I mean, the Internet was literally designed to survive nuclear Armageddon. It it can can survive any sort of attempt. It's just people have to use it the right way. You know, and I'm not even, everybody keeps, you know, you know, take another shot of whiskey. Here comes Ernie saying IPFS. But, you know, I'm going, it's going to be like that. And before that, I was pimping uh, MadeSafe. It was the same concept. I go, it's going to be something like this. And me going on about it, I was, Derek goes, well, everything you're talking about is this probably going to, what the hell are we waiting on? You know, I'm going, I'm going to put in here IPFS nodes number of... All right, I want to know how many. I mean, it it was a lot, okay? Uh, new IPFS, how many nodes are running now? Okay, I pushed that button. Okay, what does it say? New modes, I can. Uh, there was a thread a while ago of what uh, it doesn't say. Okay, well, there was uh, 8,000 people asking. Okay, so that's a lot. <laughs> uh, let's see, how many IPFS nodes are there? Reddit. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Doesn't doesn't say. I saw uh, uh, something that said we need to get to the next million, and I'm going really okay. Well, I stop looking. I go there's a lot. <laughs> so I'm like okay, you know th- this is this is 
you know, configure a node enterprise function, mapping, well, maybe Wikipedia will have something. But this is the exact, this, man, how serendipitous is this, man? Come on. You know, mm. you and I talking, you did your birthday, we were out of freaking YouTube can yeah. suck it, I'm going to work bypass, and now they're down. Yeah, the talk about timing. You know, it says that, you know, because, nah, 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 nah. We'll see, we'll see. They say they're they're working on it. There's an official tweet out on their Twitter saying, <laughs> you know, we're aware, we're working on it, blah, blah, blah. So we'll see. But. That's amazing. I wonder, and even whatever the reason is, they're not going to tell you, you know. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Go, the team what? is working on it. We'll follow up here as soon as we have more info. Oh, I'm sure you will. Who would benefit the most from that? I mean, who would you know? Well, you this know, is, Quibono, you know what I'm I mean, thinking? What? It's the Russians. Of course. Of course it is. Of course it's the Russians <laughs> trying to take down YouTube. You know, well, YouTube has. Um... Oh, by the way, uh, sorry, I should, you know, I, we're joking a little bit here, but I should really remind everyone right now there are is an iPatriot Act that is waiting in the wings, waiting for an i911. So we joke about it, but that is one of the cards that they can play it at any time. What do you mean, I? Uh, you mean Internet Patriot Act? Yes, exactly. Uh, Lawrence Lessig talked about this over a decade ago now. He said, uh, I, he was talking to Richard Clark or someone like that, and, uh, you know, they were talking... Uh, I, I don't remember the context of it. Please go and actually watch the clip. But it was something along the lines of, of course, they didn't just write the, the Patriot Act after 9-11 in that one month period or whatever. No, of course, it was waiting for an, a 9-11 to come along. And he said there is an iPatriot Act, the electronic, the Internet equivalent of a Patriot Act that is on the books and waiting for some sort of 9-11 type well, event. means what? On the that they're going to rule? I mean, I, ones and exactly. zeros belong yeah, no, to them? The, the, the government will absolutely take control of everything that they need to take control of to censor anything and everything that gets put online. And, and of course, thumbprint to get online. You know, whatever it takes, I am sure, will be in the wings. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm still looking for how many um they're talking about the size and this I, how many you know that's something you know you guys could you go to the declare your independence learners tancock telegram and you know just tell me you know how many ipfs nodes if that if the uh, you know if the internet's working um you know hey i gotta see what is google even working <laughs> it's like you know are they gonna take down uh uh youtube why stop there the um yeah, well, YouTube is in several different languages. You would think I've seen some links that you know have all Rusky on it or something. Um, mm -hmm. I go to corporatereport.com from my Russian YouTube account or there. Am I am I getting your stuff translated in the Russian or does it come in English? When they're on corporatereport.com? Yeah. Well, I mean, no, yeah, when they go yeah, to your but... your channel. And I mean, I wonder if it translates it in in Russia the the English words. Um. So I uh, obviously I'm in Japan, uh, and so when I'm not signed in, I, it is all localized to Japan. So it's all Japanese videos with Japanese text and what have you. Right. Um, but if you go to an English video that's uploaded in English with English metadata, it doesn't auto translate that for you. That's still in English. So. <laughs> You know, and that's one thing we, we you know, we get talk about that enough in half the show. But um, what this all boils down to is the same thing that you and I have been promoting, this decentralization of everything. We're getting into blackmarketfriday.info because, you know, the, one of the IPFS guys that works on this scripting and saving, you know, these Hunter laptop files and all that stuff is Mike Swatek, you know, from uh, PPM Cosmetics, oh, you know, it's Silver. Oh, 
Swadek. He, I, I asked him beforehand, and he's like, yeah, Swadek. It's like almost like one syllable, Swadek. What did I say, Swatek? Yeah, you know, Swatek, yeah. okay. So, you know, and I met him. You know, he comes to the Jackalope, and, uh, hey, we've been working together. He's, you know, he's a cool guy, and he's, uh, yeah. you know, he, he's very innovative. You he, saw I had him on, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. So I, I wanted yeah. to talk about, you know, uh, you guys uh, talking about this. And this is part of exact, 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 exact. The Lord, and you don't, man, I don't know, you're, are you a man of faith? You know, I mean, look, look what God done did for me. He, he brought down YouTube just for this conversation, just for me. Yung, 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 yung. So <laughs> this makes a perfect example of what we're talking about, that it can't go down. That's the point. What they have to do is sever the ones and zeros. Then you get into uh, transmission. Then you get into mesh networks and satellite. You know, where we're up here in Washington, our friends up here, finally they just got their invitation and filled out, and here's my, you know, uh, 600 bucks for, you know, 499 for my uh, Starlink hardware, uh, $99 a month, and hook my crap up because they have such bad internet. I'm running this off. That's why we can't do streaming because I have to do my Verizon hotspot phone or sometimes AT&T that's sucking all my data, that blah, 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 blah. They're going 150 up and down on a um, uh, satellite link with Starlink because they're up in the northern, uh, on the border with Canada and the U.S. is where they have concentrated their first serviceable Starlink because they wanted to get uh, fast speeds and low latencies for financial trading between New York and London. So that, you know, what does that do? That includes this band here in North America. So they're going to, you know, and, and they money's not an object. That money's not the thing. I mean, they got plenty of money. They're just, man, just give me some freaking, I'm sorry. Well, they got a T1 line comes in. It's at one point something megabyte. I, I'm going, it's a T1? Well, all that is is like 24 lines that they put together. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's not working. It's not giving them enough. So they, they're going to be, they're spending more time up here to world hopping because, uh, you know, what's going on? It's a pain in the ass to travel now. So they're hunkering down, building all kinds of stuff, being cool, but they need internet. And I need it on this bus, Starlink. So I need, you know, I need a, a, a James Corbett, you know, interview documentary on how far up Uncle Sam's butt, you know, Elon Musk is on Starlink. Hmm. Yeah. No, you're right. I do need to cover that because that is uh, obviously an increasingly important topic. And as you always say, you know, the rest of the world is just starting to come online right now. But uh, if it's through a controlled Starlink platform and if they're given the little phones that'll only put them on Facebook, it can be very controlled. That was that. Did you watch that documentary, um, uh, Social, Social Dilemma? Dilemma? No, I still haven't. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> I just, I dread it because I know what it's going to say. Yeah, it's I propaganda, know. BS, whatever, but that's like, yeah. you know, enough. I mean, it's, you know, 12.2% well, uh, of Does it have, BS. Uh, uh, what's that guy? The really big guy jaron lanier something like that i don't remember the names i just anyway I've, I've seen interviews with people like that who definitely have insightful uh, things to say about the the technology itself and the way that it's been designed to hook people in and all of this and what it's doing to our brains there's a lot of good info out there it's just <laughs> no, I that, know that it was the main with... thing see this is what it, i got out of it when you have the developing world doesn't have access to the internet like they would with Starlink to just, you know, hopefully it's opened up and just everything and you can get the Corbett report and, you know, and YouTube goes down. It doesn't matter because you got a bunch of other stuff. But the um, uh, what they did is they would get a smartphone, 
You know, and hell, in the future, everybody's going to get their free smartphone from Amazon, pre-done to Amazon and Facebook, and we got you LinkedIn, and hell, we paid you 100 bucks a month just to have it. I mean, you know, this is where we're going. So they have, uh, they get a smartphone, and they turn it on, and it's a phone system in, like, African countries or whatever, or AT&T of whatever country. So they have the phone system. Well, it used to be cool. I remember it was Nigeria. It was a decade ago, 40% of their GDP was in cell phone minutes. They, it was called Impasa, I think. And what they were doing is they could transfer cell phone minutes, which everybody's buying cards for. So it was like, how many eggs you know, do I need to give you for a cell phone minute? How many cell phone minutes you know for that dozen eggs? I mean, it, was, it became a currency, 40% of the GDP. And I'm going, holy crap, here we go. And that's when Outer Link started. You know, it was a satellite-based, you know, um, the village of with a hot spot, you know, that would transmit and kids with tablets could learn whatever. So I'm going, yep, here we go. This is a demonstration of here we go. Well, um, what they did is now they have to where they get a Facebook package. And it comes in with, what do you get? WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, whatever hell else mind control they got. So what in Miramar, what they did is they, because of the algorithm, it amps up, you know, the negative over, it's just a, a clickbait thing. It's just to get you more impassioned to what, and what happened. They were the first time they get this and you got this one, you know, uh, tribe or this group of people that got, and they're just amped up and who's the problem? It's the Jews, go get them. Well, it was another uh, indigenous tribe that was there. All of a sudden, they're not online. They don't know what the hell's going on. Everybody's showing up in their mud hut with a machete hacking all their them and their children. 700,000 people were refugees leaving the country going because of Facebook. So this, when they go to Zuckerberg and they're saying, don't you have any responsibility? Hey, man, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just a platform, you know? This is how much they're screwing us up, and that yeah, was but part no, of that no, 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 no. Yeah, but that's not it. No, Facebook has uh, absolutely come out and said, yeah, they admitted that it's our fault and everything because they want to be regulated. This is part of the long, the long game that they're playing. Yeah. They're not go, going up and saying we're just a platform. Don't blame us for Myanmar. No, they're saying yes. What's happening in Myanmar is terrible and tragic, and we have to avoid this. Uncle Sam, won't you please come in and tell us how to regulate our network? Well, they're that eventually will happen. But, I mean, you know, initially they're like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. But no, they, no, 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 no. From the uh, beginning, uh, you think? Uh, uh, a genocide incited on Facebook with posts from Myanmar, blah, 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 uh, October 15th, 2018 uh, in the New York Times. November 6th, 2018, Facebook admits it was used to incite violence in Myanmar. No, they're not. This is part of the narrative. Uh, they are absolutely saying, yes, it's... Yeah, we don't know how to do this. We need your help, Uncle you know, I Sam. think there were clips of them denying or kind of play it down in the in the documentary you watch out. But, yeah, you know, of course, I, I it's logical what you're saying that that eventually comes to, you know, we need to. Because what else are they going to say? You know, they, they need to, oh, no, we, you, you turn over to go, please regulate us. Well, then that maybe they won't arrest you. I mean, you know. Exactly. And of course, yeah, exactly. And so the answer that's left off the table is not like, well, why 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 Facebook? Why are we using this at all? You know, what what's what are the other options? No, no, no. It's always like, yeah, of course the world needs Facebook, but the world needs a carefully regulated Facebook that the government will tell people well, what, then what they can and can't see. Then it's, you know, govbook. I mean, yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is what they're. And that was the intention all along. Are we ever going to, you know, kid ourselves that that wasn't always the intention? You know, once they regulate, it's going to be what happened to telecom. 
You know, it, it they're yeah. going to consolidate. You know, it's already yeah. been that way. I remember yep. yeah, when the internet yeah, yeah, yeah. first started, and uh, I got my first account in in the '93, early '94. Yeah, it was in the '93. In '93, I remember somebody gave me one. It was called Safe at Indirect.com. Well, Safe was Second Amendment is for everyone. That was our big activist thing, and probably three of us, you know, shared it. We had to put who it was from at the top because you know not everybody had email. We were just playing with it, and uh, and I'm going cool. Well, Indirect. And then there was on-ramp, and then there was a bunch of these others were just little guys that had the on-ramp. They got you on-ramp to the uh, data stream of the Internet, you know, DARPA's, whatever the hell. Well, all of these started getting consolidated by the telecoms. You know, here comes in uh, Mountain Bell and buys this. Here comes this and comes, 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 because they wanted it to be a CIA.net, which was AOL.com. I mean, you know, it's mm-hmm. CompuServe, and and uh, there was one that started with a P. I can't remember what it was called. But the uh, all of these were kind of their own little, look how much data we can get. And then... When they have all these this competition coming up, they just buy them up. So that's why I talked to Kingsley about float. I'm going, look, man, when they do that, you know, a couple hundred million dollars they're going to buy you, well, let a brother know, okay? I just want to <laughs> – because we go pumping this up and everything. I mean, damn, because sooner or later that will happen. You make sure there's no non-compete. Make sure that we got an alternative. Make sure we got IPFS nodes that doesn't freaking matter who buys it. You feel me? Exactly. Yep. And that's why, really, the Fediverse is the answer. I don't know why I'm not more interested in getting on these different, uh, getting on the Fediverse. I should be pumping that more than anything else. Well, I need to, you know, even know what the hell a Fediverse is, and if yeah, it can do. Yeah, me too. I but mean, yeah, let's but it's still a central. You're, some you're loading on. somewhere. I don't want. I want. They take it from me, and it's replicated. That's why I like the IPFS concept. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's that, I think it's that idea. You can host yourself, and you decide who, where you share it and how and to whom and in what way. All right, let's take a look at it. Uh, the Fediverse, uh, blah, 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 is an ensemble of federated interconnected servers. All right, sounds like what we're talking about. Are used for web publishing, social networking, yada, 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 and file hosting but which, while independently hosted, can communicate with each other. Okay, we're on board. On different servers, uh, users can create so-called identities. These identities are able to communicate over the bound distances of yada, yada, yada. All right. That sounds like, you know, close enough, a cool, you know, let's get the IPFS in there of something. You know, this is, um, it's, it's in the protocol, though. That's one thing that's interesting about IPFS is because it's, you know, kind of in this blockchain era of all these, you know, um, you know, understanding nodes and it's file coin and all that kind of stuff. They can read the code. They look at it and they can see what it does. You know, I'm hoping this is as open and understandable. So I'll talk to the guys about this. The uh, Let's see. Data from instances that use a node info protocol. Oh, there we go. Right, let's go check on that. Node info protocol. Okay. These communication protocols, which implement open standards, are used in the Fediverse. ActivityPub, Diaspora Network, OStatus, Zot, and Zot6. Okay, which don't mean nothing to me. But, exactly. Well, you know. <laughs> so those are those are the leads, and I, you know, Derek will know all this. Speaking of Derek, <laughs> and speaking of Black Market Friday, do you want the bad news or the badder news? Go. Uh, I think uh, you need to get Derek or someone on BlackMarketFriday.info because there is a section of the public whose browsers are telling them their identity is being stolen and they're being hacked when they go to BlackMarketFriday.info. 
I believe it is because there's no SSL security certificate on that, so they, they won't connect HTTPS, and depending on people's browsers and their settings and the million other variables, their browser literally won't let them go to that site. Okay, mine forwards, but it might be a GoDaddy thing, because that as that GoDaddy. I can have Derek, yeah, I probably didn't get an S, you know, a, a security certificate for it. I guess yeah. I could do it right now. Just, oh yeah, you might want to check that. I'm not sure that's the issue, but some people have told me they're having that issue with that. So, And we do want to pump that in the next couple of weeks. So if you All can right. get that fixed, I'm on it. that would be awesome. You know, I could probably and do the it batteries, myself right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a significant section of my audience that really doesn't like you. <laughs> why <laughs> not that i, I care uh, in the comments every time i post one of our conversations the comments are like who's this loud mouth why is he always talking over <laughs> it's funny because it just goes to show that i think my uh tastes are very different than my audiences uh i really enjoy our conversations and i get a lot out of them <laughs> there are well they they like they they go to it to listen to you and it's like yeah well, exactly ernie and being ernie and styles. you know they're like what the but, hell you know, but Here's the whatever. good news. Uh, I was just talking to James M. Pilato. Of course, we just recorded New World next week. And he said, oh, yeah, I was listening to your, your stream last week. It was really, I really liked that. It was really loose and it was a fun conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get it. Well, see, my thing was, I, I give you a good example. Um, when we were talking last week, you were kind of down in the dumps a little bit. You know, you were, you were like, yeah, this is not going well. No, no, I'm not going until we got a you know, we do positive spin on something. We're going to whatever. And then I go, yeah, you, well, we have the black market Friday thing. We've had this, we're thinking along the same ways. We had the same concept. Yep. We're looking at, you know, and then this came up and I'm going there. We're good. Yep. Boom. They can suck it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I like the way that conversation turned around. It was very good. And uh, I like the idea. So I'm excited about it. And speaking of which let's plan this on air. Why not? Um, I think we should have another talk about it before black Friday itself. And I'm looking at my calendar. We usually record this. It's Thursday morning, my time, Wednesday night, your time. So the 26th is your turkey day, right? Uh, around there, whatever. It's Thursday, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the last Thursday. Um, I will not be available that day for, well, it's my, that day for me. It's 25th for you. I won't be available that day at our usual time. If we could do it earlier in the week, though, then we'll have a few days ramp up to the Black Friday, and maybe we can get Mike in on the conversation and just have a little chat about the idea and yeah. what people can do. Well, this is, uh, yeah, that's a Donna thing. I'll go ahead and um, yeah. know, pimp that out. Let's get Donna in on we that. Can do it. Okay. I'm like, come on, sign in, man, to GoDaddy. It's giving me, what are you, freaking YouTube or something here? What's up? Okay, there it goes. All right. The, um, so then I, yeah, I'll, I got it setting up here. I'll, I'll get a you know, security certificate for that, cool. and that's probably what the problem Good. is. But, uh, yeah, we, I didn't, yeah, you know, this has taken off pretty good. And, and you see that the concept was the same. And my, my deal was, like you were saying, what made me think of it was when you said, uh, yeah, you can't people to get people to get off of, you know, convenience. I mean, we're all about, we mm. sell our freaking soul for convenience, you know. But can you, can you take your soul back for a day, you know, and then which day yeah. would you pick? Well, it's their have you, uh, big have giant. Have you checked the newest listings lately? The newest listings oh on Agris Market? No. Yeah. No. There are a lot. There are dozens of people signing yeah. up right now. No, no. Well well when he started it, it was Agris Marketplace was kind of um there's been a lot of iterations of it. I remember uh, uh you know John Bush 
John Bush, they had uh, uh, out of Austin, it was awesome back a decade ago, they had the black and yellow pages, you know, black and yellow for anarchist mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the black and mm-hmm. yellow pages was the beginning. I go, oh, there you go, there you go, there you go. Yeah. But it's it's what it always is. It's, you know, when it gets to where it's successful or big, they, they either go after individuals, they go after the hosting, they go after wherever the single point of weak link, you know, yep. in your chain to the crown kind of whatever the hell they got to do. So you need to make it to where they can't. It's, if they yep. can, they are, especially when, when the economy goes to crap. And this is one thing yep. when Morpheus went to jail for trading Bitcoin and so on. As he was talking to the agents, they got him there in handcuffs. He said something. He goes, he goes, uh, uh, yeah, and, and, and your little dog, too, which and he was talking about, uh, he said, and uh, Craigslist. They're going, well, this because he was advertising on Craigslist. So we're going to get them, too. So this is any time you have any transaction, you're dealing in commerce with people, they're going to go after that, which they did in France. If you have an automobile, mm-hmm. anything over $1,000, you had to get a permission slip. You know, so they're selling cars or doing their whatever. Nope, nope, yeah. where's your taxes? So this yeah. is they're, they're coming after it. So you got to have Oh, did you hear the latest from Greece? No. Uh, you now have to text... The government when you leave mission to leave your house. I, I, I'm you know it, I, I'm wondering. You know it's amazing. You know we just had a friend, a gentleman up here that I've known for years. He's a retired executive from the oil industry. He's uh, you know a wealthy guy. Just come by one to see the bus. He got himself a bus and you know all styling. And um, he's uh, God. What was the point? What did you just say? I was going to make a point about that. Uh, they, you have to test, text the government. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all freaking masked up. Okay, mm-hmm. he's part of the crowd. Of he's gotten, um, um, I, but he doesn't want to talk about it. You know, he said, "No, I just wanted to see what I go." Okay, you know what? So I don't sit there and press and doink him and whatever. You know, but but it's it's permeated throughout society, and you get you're on this side or that side, and now and there's some guests up here that are younger, maybe more millennial or liberal or so. You got to be careful, you know, what conversations you have with people, especially yeah. during this yeah. recount and everything. You know, they're freaking. Yeah. I'm. This is we sit back and we aren't getting all emotional. A lot of us up here because we just see it. It's a game anyway. So we're sitting here going, you know, the good that comes out of this is that we're going to know something. There's going to be some something investigation of something. And this is what I've been screaming about is the election fraud. If you're not, you know, doing that, this is my rant. I did it today. I get in, I'm ready for the first segment I got. I want to do me my Trump rant. Here it goes. I go, if Trump having the power of the people to get him elected and overcome whatever the hell he did to get him elected. And I go, he has the power of the presidency. He is the you know defender and chief executive, kick ass and all enemies, foreign, domestic and whip butt and protect America, and he's not investigating, taking care of, uh, prosecuting, knowing, stinging on election fraud. Then he doesn't deserve to be there. So I'm yeah. going. You know, I bet he is. I bet he did. I bet that this is these got way more than people realize and they're going to out it. So that's my encouragement. That's that's my you know thought process is that oh. it's going to get dumped on the American people and this is what really happened. 
I guess, you know, it's beautiful because either way, at least half of the public is going to have their illusion of government completely shattered, potentially for the rest of their lives, at least for a good long time. And we need that. But unfortunately, it will only be half the population. Either, you know, the right side of the population will be shattered because they'll know the election was stolen and you took it away from us, you lefties. So I don't believe in your government, not my president. Or it'll be the left. No, Trump, no, he's not going to win. He can't win. No, no. And they'll they'll have their meltdown and secede. But either way, this will shatter some people's delusions. And you know what? You know who's my canary in the coal mine in all of this? Hmm. Dr. Frank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to see how he reacts as this story plays out because that is going to be, for me, the sign of what how people are going to react to this. Uh, I, 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 my hat's off to you, by the way. I've been listening to some of your recent conversations with him, and thank you for putting in the voice of reason in those conversations because it is uh, it's a bit much to hear statists you know, whining, oh, but the rigged and phony and immoral elections were rigged the wrong way this time. I know. You know, my whole thing is, and I don't care, you know, and it doesn't matter. What do you think was going to happen? Blah, 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 blah. Are you still voting? So this is... Um, yeah, a lot of people, you know, I get that, you know, you, you have complaints of Ernie. I get that a lot. You know, they're, they're like, Ernie, oh, let your guests talk. The difference is, is because um, it's an eight and ten minute segments because you're always going into the break. You're coming out of the break. You yeah. got And when I would do traditional radio, that was one of the limitations that they had is they always wanted you to have guests for no more than one segment. You would do that one segment, you ask a question, they do the answer, a little follow, and you're done. And maybe you keep them over for the next one. Well, I didn't like that. I wanted to do at least an hour with people that edit down to 40 minutes, but going in and out of break and keeping it going and no dead air on my on my show because it's a you know high-end you know energy show. I'm going, you know, we just keep it going. Now, some people, you just turn it on, you don't have to nothing. You know, it's uh, it was like Lou Rockwell and Charles Goyette and... Uh, uh, you know, yeah. like, like Kokash. I mean, you can't shut him up, you know, and a lot of these guys, <laughs> you just you just turn it on and you go. When you start into your monologue and everything, you do long, you know, five minute, you know, tell it what it is and I'll let Sorry. you go. Yeah. <laughs> but they, you know, people, whatever. Well, I, I, look, I mean, honestly, I think people just it, are not used to your style. And once they get used to it, I think most people realize, oh, you know, this is a conversation. But uh, as, as frustrating as it is, you know, in those eight minute, 10 minute segments and you got to rush everything in. But actually, I think that I, I kind of like the way that works with uh, with Dr. Frank, because it sort of, you know, get to the point, you know, let's get to the issue. And you constantly press back against some of his more mainstream ideas. And I like that. I, oh, I no, think it's a good well, thing I tell you it. one thing that's uh, that people really like. The, it's difficult when you don't have the bandwidth. You're up on the Canadian border. I mean, you know, so um, when we are able to stream, even if it's just the audio, the people don't aren't listening to the network. So they get the conversation during the break. And the one thing that I like when I yeah. interview people, when the music goes and they're in break, they'll tell you their password and their mistress's girlfriend. I mean, you'll tell them that we're on in the beginning. Donna tells them now be now remind you know, just so you know that we record during the break and whatever you guys say off the air is still recorded. Doesn't yeah. never. I've had a couple of times guys that whoa, you got to take that off. I go, I told you, I've only done it three times. One was Daniel McAdams when I was interviewing the guy that does the uh, uh, Ron Paul Liberty Report with, because he was saying some stuff about some you know, Republican leader, you know, that probably he didn't want to go out. Okay, I'll I'll take that video down, just do you a solid. But I warned you, and then but it was some good good, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then. Uh, twice for Scott Horton, anti-war radio, 
because he'd go on about you know the crazy 9/11 truthers and deniers of whatever, and you know, and he, and he goes, man, you got to take that down. And I'm going, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what, that, why does he not have, does he not want to stand by those words? No, because he gets the odd. crap beat out of him by people. Just I mean, they are the community. You know how it is, and they just go after him. But after the second time, I go, Scott, I ain't doing that again. I mean, you know, if you're that dumb to do it the second time, then you deserve it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe actually have the courage of your convictions to stand by what you believe. Yeah, yeah. I you know it's I don't get into it with it because he's it. it he had a narrative of uh, Saudi Arabia and them Saudis of the South, and uh, you know I know the you know all the players and different uh, Wasabi this and the Sunni Shia the different and the what's his face been what's his whatever the hell you know and he had you know a narrative that he didn't want you know mucked with for something so he had kind of a a personal bias on this stuff so I mean I don't get it I don't care you know I'm like whatever you say whatever you want to say but the um, but I get to say what I want to say. See, a lot of times the audience that listens to me and we do, yeah, there goes Ernie again, the same story, because I'm talking to uh, a prominent individual that has their own group of people that are going to listen to the show that won't listen to another freaking yeah. show that I do, yeah. you know, yeah, 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 and that is, it's yeah. a seed. It's funny how, yeah, it's, it's funny to me how some people don't get that that's that's how this media works like when you're talking to someone else on their show you're talking to their audience who've probably never heard of you and may never hear you again so you're going to say the thing that you will really want to say and yeah i i don't think people understand how that works but i do yeah no this is and you're and you're kind of your you've created your own genre i mean what when you started doing all this stuff what was your um template i mean you, you didn't really have one or want to be like somebody or something did you i mean what, what? I, well i suppose i did actually i mean if there was a template guess who it was alex jones <laughs> yeah. yeah he was the one it was listening to infowars listening to his podcast was the thing that motivated me to even think to even have the conception of starting a website and doing a podcast i never in a million years i think would have ever wanted to do that or thought I could do that but he had the consistent message get out there spread this information you can do it start your own website do whatever you can and I was like okay I think I will and I did it and uh, I yeah absolutely was influenced by Alex Jones now keep in mind this was the Alex Jones of 2006 2007 <laughs> I think quite different than the Alex Jones of 2020 but it was that message that really did motivate me to get off my keister and actually do something. So I, you know, I got it. Yeah, no, he, take credit he where it's due. well, I remember in the early day. Here, hold on a second. Donna, go log in to GoDaddy, go to Black Market Friday, call them. They got a good help desk. I need a security certificate on blackmarketfriday.info. I can't find, you know, we're just click and do it. Can you do that for me, please? Yeah, 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 do that now. Get, yeah, because if Donna does it, then it'll get done. Because I'm sitting here trying to find this distracting. Screw it. I'll let her deal with it. That's producer job. But uh, I remember the early days of uh, Prison Planet, InfoWars. And if you, even the early before that, when people were, you know, talking about it, he went, I think he started with cable news access. It was just, you know, you just got to yeah. get it on record. And he had, you know, just a little card table and a black background. And he just had, you know, big giant piles of paper he'd go through all the time, you know. And it kind of developed from there. Well, he was, it takes that kind of personality to even start to do it. They go, God, I can't believe this guy did what I'm going. You know, 
it takes that kind of person to even get off their ass and go down to the yeah. cable news access to even start it because they got this passion of we want to, and then you're yeah. you're whining that he exists wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly right. This is the this is the fundamental mentality that I struggle to communicate with an audience sometimes because unless you go out and do it, how do you know? But but yeah, I I am not the kind of person that. I, it would never occur to me to go, oh, that person didn't say that thing that I wanted them to say or didn't say it in the right way or whatever it is. So I'm going to write to them and and say, you know, you should have said it this way. No, that's that's insanity. Why would you do that? You go out there and you say what you want to say. That's how this works. But it's the same mentality of the, oh, YouTube won't let me on their controlled platform. Oh, so they're back up. Daddy government, please make them allow me on their platform. It's I don't get that beggar mentality. Right. Of, well, Donna just gave me a piece of paper here. Says says YouTube's back up. Oh well, it was fun while it did. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But you know, this happened to Twitter and all these other stuff too, and everything. Yeah, and this is one thing that uh, I, I give you a good example of what you're talking about. When we built Freedom's Phoenix Workshop, which was like the fifth one that we've had over past couple of decades and they only last really for a couple of years before it becomes a honeycomb hideout and it becomes a you know you get infiltrated and you have problems right you know but the easiest way to get around that is you give everybody a key <laughs> lock up your stuff and kind of peace out you guys do what you want but the um uh when we built the studio it wasn't for me I knew it was content. It was content providing. And I'm going, we built the video studio. We had a control room that had A and B buses that went between the two. And we had the, uh, if you go look at Freedom's Phoenix Workshop, May 2010. You know, that's what will bring it up. You know, Freedom's Phoenix Workshop uh, Tour, you know, May 2010. And then it'll pop up. And I'll get Donna to put it in the archives so people can see it. You can see all the equipment that we had. Well, we still kept that. We put it on my mini farm, a couple acres that we had, and moved it there. And it was cheaper for us to, you know, live there and do that than to have a separate studio. But what happened was we built that studio with the intent of creating a Sam Broadcasting, you know, radio network of our own content. And I would bring in different content and so on. I didn't want to go on the mic. I wanted to run the, the, the station. I wanted to have all this content, right. you know, like you guys, and put it out. And um, But then you had Internet problems. You know, it was always, you know, the, the bandwidth was always being a pain in the ass. And then the people that would come in, they, oh, yeah, they're all excited. There's a big, giant line. Oh, we want to do what you do, Ernie. We want to do radio. Get up. Because I had been off the radio for God, like a year or something at that time, you know, because uh, I left uh, Terran Ray. I was working on Levolution doing all that stuff. So when I um, uh, built the studio, I'm like, all right, get on. Let's do it. It was a beautiful studio. I mean, it was, it was fully decked out. They get in. They would do their 15 minutes of fame. They would do three or four shows. They do a couple of pockets, and they were done. I got to say my thing. They didn't have enough experience. They didn't have the, the, the inclination to do the study or the work or they had a day job or family or whatever the reason is, there wasn't enough passion and fire for them to continue doing it. And I go, man, I didn't build all this to sit here. You know, I mean, there's not a, all right, fine. So that's what, and then all of a sudden I got on three networks and I was doing six hours a day. And that's when I started doing, um, uh, 
uh, Gerson therapy juicing. It was the only thing that made my brain work where I could even do it. <laughs> so it was, you know, and that's where it started when I started coming back online from Terran Radio. And the reason was is because what you're saying, all these people are critical of whatever. Well, get your ass behind a microphone. Yeah. Some people do it. A lot can't. Yeah, fair enough. Look, I I, I have to remind myself sometimes, not everyone's going to get in front of a microphone. That's not the, their talent or whatever. But everyone has something, something that they can contribute positively, something they can do. And uh, like, you know, Mike Swadek, I've been programming things, in, uh, websites since 92. You know, I thought, oh, you know, I did, we need this agorist listing. I'll create one. Yes, perfect. <laughs> great. Boom. Done. That's how it's done. You find that need, you see, oh, I can do that, and you do it. That is how this progresses. Well, this is the, the people that we attract, you know, and that's, you know, loud and freaking obnoxious and ugly Ernie. You know, and yeah, whatever. I don't care. I got enough self-esteem, confidence. I don't care, you know. And I think about this. I spell for crap, but I publish a new site. You know, I mean, that's what spell checkers for in Donna. <laughs> so I'd write articles. I do. It takes me freaking all day to do one 700 word article. But the thing is, is that I do not let that inability or that skill set that I don't have distract me from doing what I think needs to be done. It, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to let it happen. And a lot of people, they just don't have that. And the reason was I was in uh, the late 80s, early 90s when I became aware of what was really going on in the world. I was looking for somebody to help. I mean, what candidate do I support? What organization? I wouldn't, the only ones I had anything in common with were really good, hardcore libertarians. That's why I went the libertarian route, because they were the only ones that I thought weren't freaking nuts. I mean, everybody thinks the libertarians are crazy. I go, hell, they're the only ones that knew what the hell was going on. You know, so I'm going, this is, why I threw myself into this is because no one else was doing it they either couldn't they didn't understand they didn't care so i i'm i go all right fine so donna and i had a conversation in like 89 and it was i remember when it was was between our birthdays hers is march 20th mine's the 29th so we're poor and we go out in the desert and you know fly kites to drink reuniti wine and you know eat cheese or whatever and you know just enjoy you know time together and planning the future and all that kind of crap so we're out there and i told her i said Look, I, I, I don't think you understand what we're up against. These guys are, and I didn't know any other way to describe it. They're pointy fang, blood dripping, pointy horn, pointy, pointy tail people. I mean, these are bad people. But we are in a position to at least understand it. We could give me a decade. When it hit and we had our restaurant in 2000, I go, okay, I, I can pull. Then we're just doing, you know, leave it to our kids or whatever. She's like, no, you know, we need to keep doing this. Boom, it's on. Because I understood now when we get done with this year tour, the LoveBusLibertyTour.com, when we do that, she's like, when I go back to Arizona, man, I, I don't want to have to. I go, what are we going to do? Leave it to our grandchildren? Well, you think it's over? Hell, it's just getting started. That was the article that I wrote Monday before the election. The beginning is nigh. This is just the beginning. And we have the tools and the ability and the talent to really at least have people aware of it. That's why I'm such wow. a James Corbett Hold fan. Hold on. Hold on. Did you use that title? The beginning what? is nigh. Yeah. Why? Damn. That's a great title. I don't want to steal it. <laughs> no, take it, man. You know, I saw it, you know, um, I'm sure I'm not the only <laughs> That's one. That's such a good title. You know what? That is a sign. 
I'm telling you, that is a sign. Just that. No links, no nothing. Just the beginning is nine. I swear that's a movement. Yeah, that's a freaking, you know, uh, template stencil sign. The beginning is nine. It is a good idea. I should do that. I love that. Yeah, I think I'd do that. Because James Corbett said. (laughs) You know, because what else is it? You know, what am I going to talk about? I wanted to do it, write the article before, because I don't write that much. I get to express myself on air, but... Um, you know, when I write, you know, I'll sit there and take the time. And I mean, what I, there's a bunch of Ernieisms, you know, they, them, those, and all that kind of stuff. But I go, um, I wanted to be very clear that this election doesn't freaking matter for what we are up against and what's going on. This is just a blip, a mile marker in history. That's all this is. But the beginning is starting. This is, we, you know, I remember, um, what was it, Churchill? He goes, it may not be the, the beginning of the end, but it is the end of the beginning. You know, well, it's just starting. So I go, the beginning is nigh. Here we go. So this is how I see it. I'm very happy and satisfied that we have, you know, eliminated our distractions. We don't have the home and we're just on the bus and we got, you know, worry about bandwidth and all that kind of crap. But, you know, um, we're able to focus every day. We focus on this stuff and building this and things like the IPFS thing. Think about it. I'm not a tech guy. You know, but I attract all these people, the people that are in the the telegram for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock on the Love Bus Liberty Tour. They on, you know, these are technical people. When I gave it how I found uh, how Derek found us is I was given a presentation at Porkfest years ago. God, man, you know, six, seven years ago, whatever. And I'm going, I don't think you guys understand the importance of the UIT guys. I don't think you understand. I need a graphic, you know, uh, illustrator. I need, you know, we need animation is the only real thing I'm missing now is who can do animation. I go, we need um, uh, tech guys that can do web pages, that can have security. You know, Derek comes up to me. He goes, well, I could do all that. You know, I think you, I think your site sucks. I think it's got the code is, I look at the source code and it's, oh my God, that spaghetti you need to find. I go, well, well, wait on you now. <laughs> Let's get on it. How much do you need? So we get a budget for him and so on. And, and he helped fix it. And then come to find out later that he's a super Uber geek. You know, he's got the respect of everybody. He freaking knows everything about everything. We really lucked out. But what happened? It was from people that were actually just doing it. And I guarantee there's a gazillion of these guys have been helping you. You know, they promote the living crap out of Corbett. You know, they want to help. You probably have so many, you don't even know how to, what project to even pick them from. And then don't know that they're not uh, an infiltrator that's trying to misdirect you or screw you. You know, so it's just, you're, you're so overloaded with support. I'm not even sure how do you carve it out. You know, so it's... You know, it's uh, so that's what we're trying to do is save the future for my grandchildren. In the late uh, when we had that conversation in the late 80s, my wife and I, I, I go, by the time our kids are our age now, we were like, you know, late 20s at the time. I go and that was 2016. I go when our children are our age now, it won't be the same country. We got to get maybe, maybe wake people up or give them the information, just know, have a path out something because I had faith in people. And certainly the American people, you know, because of just our heritage of how, you know, it, and that's when Ron Paul comes in 08 and he goes, we got to do this now while people even know the definition of the freaking words, you know, before, you know, it's Orwell down the memory hole or something. So I've, my children uh, now, and I have 12 grandkids. It is, I am very pleased that we are as ready as I think 
emotionally and intellectually we are and physically. But what has surprised me is that how much, you know, I get to the point where I'm not surprised by anything the bad guys do anymore. I mean, it's just, oh, my God. You know, for whatever reason, they'll yank stuff out of their butt to rule us. And I and I, I keep emphasizing the importance of Corbett Report and your material because this kind of stuff and these stories have to be understood and told to everyone. So a lot of the stuff that we do to maintain records and keep it on there is so that your stuff is always available. It's there. It's at least accessible. You can find it. It can't be deleted. And it makes it one big, giant, less thing I got to do. And that's he goes for, you know, Alex Jones, too. What do you think, Alex Jones? Oh, one big, giant, less thing I got to do. You know, he can go be whatever. It's a tapestry. And this is what they're up against. And the only weapon they think they got is silence and censoring and deplatforming. And I go, yeah, well, guess what? We're going to do where you can't do that. Now what? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yep, that's it. Um, your connection's starting to break up, so I think... And I got to get going. Hey, thanks for doing it. And I know your audience, they're like, I didn't turn in the Corbett report to listen to Ernie. Oh, you know, <laughs> screw him, you know. But the uh, people don't understand that you're interviewing me. One person said, why is why isn't James listening to his guest? I'm like, well, actually, I'm the guest. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, is that uh, I don't even know how we um, the first time we met was at the first of Narcopoco. But we had, you know, uh, exchanged before then, I'm sure. But uh, it was it was it's not so much that I want to interview James because I want to hear one. I like him. He's very inspirational. He encourages me. And um, and I know the power of what he has. And we have devoted a lot of our attention to help and support people just like James. He's not the only one, but he's one of the you know prime big guys of, you know, that gets it. And that's why we chose his site to demonstrate, along with Freedoms Phoenix and Pirates Without Borders and Declare Your Independence, the only other one that we focused on to demonstrate what can be done with IPFS was James Corbett. Why? Because he had the material. Because he's the right, he understands, he gets it. He's not trying to divert and direct you into some, you know, uh, collective solution to whatever the hell, you know? This is, so, and I enjoy talking to you. These really are private conversations that we record that inspire yeah, each other that's it that, that's it that's it people might have the wrong mentality about this this isn't an interview it's like now what do you think about this topic no we're having a chat we're two friends having a chat and that's so why and that's how black market info got you know going exactly that's how ipfs you know we you know we're working outside a lot of the things behind the scenes here's here's the good part i i've noticed more of my uh more of the people in my comment section are now saying oh i'm too you know i'm going to Freedom Phoenix to download the podcast every week because I really want to hear what they're talking about. So there are more people who are getting what we're doing. It'll it'll spread. You know, that's Um, another thing. My traffic isn't like, you know, like, oh, my God, but it's tripled in the last month. While everybody else is getting the crap beat out of them, it's Mm -hmm. just shooting to the moon because I knew what was going to happen. There, you know, it's because we're left standing and screw them. <laughs> yep, we're yep, not yep, on the yep, social yep, media yep. stuff. You're not That's getting not censored off of social media. You're not posting to. Yeah, I know. I'm exactly. just, yeah, F them. I don't care. You know, this is yep. because I'm looking five, 10 years down the road and down there. If you don't have the documentaries that James Corbett has made, you'll wish somebody did make them, did them as well. 
as he has. And that's why it's just me preserving them and making them where they are available worldwide to the next half of the planet. Four billion minds come online with Starlink that now has anywhere in the world 150 up and down megabytes per second when they get online and they get access to this information and that's one thing we translate Freemus Phoenix into like 40 languages but when I have a lot of kids from Europe and they come and visit and I interview them and they go um well, let's Google Translate Caveman Talk. We all speak English, dummy. And I go, okay, there's that, you know. So, <laughs> so this is this is you know, there's such such much more fundamental work. I've been doing this 30 years, and I know. I don't think I know. I know how bad these guys are, and I'm doing it at a fundamental level to make it to where they can't. Stop. If they can, they are. They sure as hell want to. They're of that mentality. And they're that evil. And I'm going, so we have to make it to where they can't. James Corbett, the Corbett Report, that is the experiment. That is the focus, along with us, other than us, is James to make this information available so we all have understanding. And that's what I'm doing and why. And I love me some James awesome. Corbett. To the point when yes, I go on the, the news. The beginning is nigh. Let's go out there and kick some butt. No, 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 I got to get on TV. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go, hey, my name is James Corbett. You know? No, no, no I say uh, CorbettReport.com. 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 Everybody should do that. You get on the news, say CorbettReport.com. It'll piss them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be the new uh, way to if we photobomb or, you know, whatever. I think I'm going to make a template. I'll get me a sign. <laughs> hey, thanks for spending the extra time with me. And your audience, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I know I'm... You know, uh, you know, but that's what energy. I do. You got passion, and we're going to go out there and kick butt. And yes, we're we are. coming up with new ideas every day. So Not a let's doubt do it. in my mind. All right, well, we're working on this uh, security certificate right now on uh, blackmarketfriday.com. Sorry I didn't do that before. I just had it parked over there, and it was going to ours. Awesome, and I'll, I'll set it up with Donna so we can get that conversation in before uh, Black Market Friday happens. Uh, what con- You mean this? This conversation? Uh, the uh, we'll set we'll set up like a uh, I'll do a oh, video oh oh for the early yeah 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 gotcha okay yeah we'll work it out thanks a lot yep. James you're very inspiring cool. and you, you you keep my energy up just by doing what you're doing so I'm in right back at you brother take take care see you next week all right peace.